See, we get caught up on legalism and being dogmatic about rules. And God says, if we're in relationship, then guess what? You want to want to please me anyway. See, that's the thing we got to get right, y'all. It's our relationship with God. We know how to do church. We've been doing it our whole lives. And here's the problem. Most people can do church without God. But, but we need to have a relationship with the Father. He desires to have a long walk with us. Manifested Glory Worship Center. Kingdom focused. Kingdom minded. Kingdom living. This is the Rama Talk Podcast. And you're listening to Pastor Damon C. Johnson. Founder and senior pastor of Manifested Glory Worship Center. Have your Bibles. Turn to the book of Genesis chapter 5. Genesis chapter 5. We're going to start reading at verse 11 and go down to verse 24. When you get it, please say, I got it. Amen. If you're still turning, say, hold up. Hallelujah. Amen. Genesis is in our Bible. Hallelujah. There's nothing before it. It's a book of beginnings. Amen. So if you get to Genesis, you're real close. Amen. If you go to Exodus, you've gone too far. Genesis chapter 5, verses 11 through 24, and the Bible reads this way. It says, So all the days of Enos were 905 years, and he died. Canaan lived 70 years and begot Mahalalel. When he begot Mahalalel, uh, Canaan lived 840 years and had sons and daughters. And so the days of Canaan were 910 years and he died. Mahalalel lived 65 years and begot Jared. After he begot Jared, Mahalalel lived 830 years and had sons and daughters. So the days of Mahalalel was 895 years and he died. Jared lived 162 years and begot Enoch. After he begot Enoch, uh, uh, Jared lived 800 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Jared were 962 years and he died. Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And this is the part I want to get to. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not. For God took him. Let's stop right there. My sermon title for our brief time together is, Let's Take a Long Walk. I would quote Jill Scott, but I'm going to leave that alone. Let's take a long walk. During this pandemic, people of God, I realized that tons of people, probably more than ever before, have been taking advantage of going outside. I've never seen so many people walking and riding bikes in my entire lifetime. Uh, 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 even, even myself, Brother Marty, convinced me to buy a new bike. Amen. I'm out there trying to get my workout on as well. But, but I see a lot of people walking, and we, we n- near our home, there's a, a, a quarry there, and people will walk around there, I mean, all times of day. No matter what time I rob it, somebody's out there walking. Amen. We see Sister Keisha, she's out here walking. Amen. Now, normally, when you go walking, not not everybody, but most people, when they go walking, they don't want to walk alone, okay? Uh, Normally, they will find someone to walk with them. Now, typically, the person that walks with them is someone they're in relationship with or someone they're trying to build a relationship with, okay? Now, normally, when they go on these walks, there's a conversation, and the conversation makes the walk a little easier, 
Now, now, now let's talk about this. Normally, if people are going to go on a walk together, the path has already been pre-selected. I'm already preaching and you're not helping me here. The path is already pre-selected. And so understand that normally if there's two people walking, one person knows the way. And it will behoove the person who don't know the way to follow the one who does know the way. Otherwise, you might be lost. It would be advantageous for us to follow the one who knows the way. Now, let's talk about the path. Let me talk about my path. You know, growing up, everybody has a thing that they want to become when they become adults. When I was really young in elementary school, like most little boys, I wanted to be a fireman or a policeman. Amen. That changed real quick. Hallelujah. <laughs> By the time I got to junior high school, I wanted to be a musician or a historian. I, I love history. By the time I got to senior high school, I, I wanted to make a career of the military. Amen. Notice none of that had pastor in my path. Okay. But, but, but I understand when I begin to reflect back on my life and we reflect back on my youth, I realize that God was preparing me from my youth for this moment in time. I, I remember studying in the Bible, and, and one of the books I always love in my church, you know, I love the book of Genesis. And what I found in Genesis was these begots, genealogy. Right. And I love it. I fell in love with it. And for most people, this is taxing or it's kind of something they normally read through real fast, especially when you get to Genesis five. They just skip Genesis five. because They want to get right to Genesis six and talk about Noah. Amen. They, 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 they skip Genesis five. But what I found here, because in Genesis five, Genesis six, nine says this. This is a generation of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with God. See, that, the only way that's going to make sense if you connect it with the other walks with God. Okay? Noah walked with God, but, but we found in chapter 5 that Enoch walked with God. I read all his genealogy because I wanted you to see a pattern here. All his forefathers, they were born, they had kids, and they died. They, they lived long lives. They, 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 they were born, they had a family, and they died. But when we get to Enoch, he did not die. You see, th the reason why he didn't die because of this statement, he walked with God. He took a long walk with a good friend. 300 years, the Bible says he walked with God. Now, I'm going to keep Keisha up here the whole time because I want her to take a long walk. Amen. You got a good pace, Keisha? You got a good pace? You're rolling? All right. I'm, I'm going to help you in a minute. I ain't going to walk on the treadmill with you, but I'm going to walk with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, 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 understand something. Now, before Enoch, the next person, the last person we saw walk with God was Adam. The Bible says that Adam walked with God in the cool of the day. Okay, can I just park here just for a second? Understand, let me take this hat off for a minute, Keisha. I'm going to put it back on in a minute. Amen. I, I, I understand something here. Adam walked with God in the cool of the day. God didn't walk with Adam in the cool day for God's benefit, but for Adam. You have to understand, they were in Africa. Amen. They were in Africa, and it gets hot in Africa. So God came and walked with him in the cooler day so that he could be comfortable during their walk. Amen. Keisha, let me make sure you're comfortable during your walk. Hallelujah. See, this, see when you're walking with a friend, they make sure you're comfortable. Amen. 
See, that's what God did with Adam. Are, are, are you cool enough? Are, are you okay? Because when you walk with a person, you want to make sure that you're, you're okay with the walk. Amen. So he walked with Adam in a cooler day. And again, God don't need to be cooled off. The Bible says he's a consuming fire. So he can't be cooled off. So it wasn't for his benefit that he walked in a cool day. It was for Adam's benefit. Because God would have made sure that he was comfortable. And, and, and understand, God didn't walk with Adam because God was lonely. You have to understand something about our God. He exists in his triune splendor. My God, he exists in that. And Oh, can I give you one? Our God is so bad that he could be by himself and still have company. That's how bad our God is. We don't say he's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So he don't need, listen, that's why he said to this one to let us make man in our image. He's never alone. So he didn't need Adam. To, to see, the reason why he wanted to walk with Adam because he loved him. He loved them. He loved mankind. And, 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 and listen, I'm a genealogy geek. I just want y'all to know that. So can I just give you a real quick fun fact I found in a text? Now, Adam, Adam lived 930 years. Now, understand something, that Methuselah, and we talk about Methuselah a lot. See, Methuselah, we, people, people made a statement. I don't know, young people may not hear this. But when I was growing up, people said, you're old as Methuselah. People said that because Methuselah was the oldest living man. He lived 669 years. He's the oldest living man. You're oldest Methuselah. That was Enoch's son. But listen to this. Enoch, uh, Methuselah was Adam's great, 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 great grandson. Okay? understand Adam was alive when Methuselah was born. As a matter of fact, Adam was 687 years old when his great, 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 great grandson was born. Amen. I, think, I told you I'm, I, I come to myself all day. I, I'm a genealogy nerd. I study all 42 generations from Adam to Jesus. I, I, I could do the stuff all day because I, I like history, right? And, and so understand something. Look, look, look. Actually, Adam died Adam died 126 years before, Adam, before Noah was born. That's a long time. That's a lot of generations. Amen. All right, let me get back to the text. All right, I'm done with that. All right. So understand that God's original plan, whenever you want to know God's original plan, you have to go back to the beginning. And so to see his original plan, his original plan was to walk with mankind. We created a wedge between us and God by, by, create, by, by living in sin. But here's the problem. Now that Jesus has fixed the problem of sin, God still wants to walk with us. The problem is we treat God like he's man. And we treat God like our earthly relationships because in our earthly relationship, we're going to ex experience rejection and abuse and letdowns and understand we treat God the same way like he's our natural father or our cousin or our friend or, or our boyfriend or girlfriend. God is the, oh, let me, let me cheat prudence to you. Look, look at Numbers 23, verse 19. Numbers 23, verse 19 says, God is not like man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, as he will not do, or has he spoken? And he will not make it good. He will not make it good. Understand, God is not a man that he should lie. Here's another thing I learned about God. God walked with Adam and Eve, and just to have conversation, I'm pretty sure he will walk with them and say, how's the orange trees growing? They're doing good? How about all the animals? Are the lions keeping, keeping, keeping you know, they, they're behaving? Not trying to eat all the lambs. And even, here's the thing. God already knew the answer to the questions, 
because he's all-knowing. But he asked them to have communication with them. Just like with your children. Your children can't come and tell you something that you already don't know. But you talk to them because you want to build relationship with them. And that's what the father does with his children. Amen. Enoch walked with God, which denotes a relationship. And understand, it's relationship and not religion. Can I park here for a moment? See, our problem is we want a religious experience with God, and God wants a relationship with you. See, we get caught up on legalism and being dogmatic about rules. And God says, if we're in relationship, then guess what? You want to want to please me anyway. See, that's the thing we got to get right, y'all, is our relationship with God. We know how to do church. We know how to do church. We've been doing it our whole lives. And here's the problem. Most people can do church without God. But, but we need to have a relationship with the Father. He desires to have a long walk with us. And then the walk, he want to make sure you're taken care of. Amen. See, see, here's the thing about the Father. He's going to put you on a journey with him and not make sure. Listen, can you imagine walking with the, the, the one who has a cat on a thousand hill? And you think you in need. You walk with the one. If you decide to walk with him, then you will lack nothing because he lacks nothing. Hallelujah. All right, let, let's just keep going here in this text. What does it mean? To walk with God. Walking in the Hebrew is halak, and it means just not a physical walk, but it means a journey. Okay? Because you could be on a camel and still be walking with God. You could be in your car and still be walking with God because it's speaking about the journey, not so much the physical walk. Amen. Amen. And so understand, what does it mean to walk with God? To walk with God, I, I can't pull out of everything. I'm just going to pull out a handful of things that, that would denote that we are walking with God. Number one, we're following him. We have to follow him. 20 times the Bible records that Jesus uttered these two words, follow me. 20 times. And, and my life need to be focused with me following him. And so me, me, let's pretend I'm representing God. Keisha got to be willing to follow me. She got to be willing to say, God, wherever you go, I'm going. Whatever You know the way. He, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So understand, if she's following me, no matter where I go, she's going to have to go. You see, because I know the way. I'm going to show her in the path. Now, here's our problem. Most of us don't want to walk with God because most of us, oh, yeah, give, 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 yeah, she, yeah, yeah. You, you got one? All right, all right. We'll make sure you're good because it's not the cool of the day. Amen. <laughs> so I'm going to make sure you're good. Uh, 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 but, but, but understand, see, our problem is this. Like my problem was when I was a kid. God had a path for me. But I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to have my own path. God, I know you said that ministry is going to be my life, but that's what you want for me. That's not what I want for myself. So for years, I went off the path and went my own way. And when I went my own way, guess what? I stumbled and fell. And I was alone. And then I'm crying out to God, God, why aren't you with me? He said, because you ain't on the path that I set for you. And so, it, so, so the key to walking with God is be willing to follow him. But the other part of following him is be willing to be shepherded by him. I love what David penned. Oh, gosh. The, 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 the 23rd Psalm is one of the most poetic poems and, 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 and writings in the text. And he says, the Lord is my shepherd. And for that, I shall not want. See, 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 here's the part. Here's the part. He's making me to lie down in green pastures, right? But here's the part. He leads me. Beside 
still waters. See, sheep had to drink still water because if, if they got to a, a water with a current, it would, they would put their head down because their wool was so heavy, they would fall in and drown and die. So they needed still water, calm water for them to drink. And so understand, understand that the father would do that, but see, let me tell you the problem. Hop on for a second, Keisha. See, Keisha got her bag now. See, here's the problem. When we get our bag, after he leaves beside the still waters, we get off the treadmill. Because now we, we got what we want from God. And see, but now we got what we want from him, we don't need to walk with him no more. See, see, that's what happens. When we, when we get what we need from God, then we, we, we leave God. You ask God to bless your life. He opened doors for you. He, he make a way for you. And then we don't see you no more. Until, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. See, see, see. When we get down the valley, oh, God, I'm going to walk with you. I'm scared of this valley. So I don't want to be down here by myself. But when you got your bag, where were you? See, 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 we, we walk with God in the valley. And, and listen, I know some of the saints are saying, Pastor, it seems like I'm always in the valley because that's the only time you walk with God. So he sometimes got to keep you in the valley to stay communicated, stay, stay in relationship with you. So I got to keep you in a, in a low place just so you can come and talk to me. So maybe, maybe you wouldn't have as many valley experiences if you could give, keep walking with God in the good times. See, we, this walk is not a temporary thing. This is a long walk. Enoch walked with God 300 years. 300 years he walked with God. So, so understand, in order to walk with God, we have to be willing to follow him. We also have to be willing to be shepherded by him. But, but, but here, here's another point. I got so many of them, I'm not going to pull them all out. I'm just going to pull out a handful of them. Wait a minute, I'm just going to do one more. I'm, all right, I'm going to take my time then. Another one is you have to be willing to abide in him. See, that, that's the part. See, Jesus, right before he was taken um, captive and was going to be crucified, he talked to his disciples about abiding in him. And so people of God, if we're going to walk with God, we have to abide in him. Okay? That means, that means in his ways and, and how, how he operates. And here's the thing I learned about when you walk with a person long enough. You begin to take on their qualities. You see, you be a person long enough, you start to talk like them. You begin to act like them. See, because that means you're abiding in him. The longer the walk, the more you, you ever see couples who've been married a long time, they begin to look alike and talk alike. I said, man, you're talking the same. Amen. It's because they've been abiding for so long together that they truly are becoming one. Or even some of your friends. I remember when I was in the military, man, God, it was crazy. I had friends from all over the place, and I was stationed in California. I came home talking like I was from the South, from New York, from all over the place because I had been around these people for so long. You begin to adopt a, an accent. You do. People say, you're new country. I say, I, I'm from Baltimore. When I was living in North Carolina, I came home. I was country's all get out. I was. And, and look, I still say certain white people tease me when I, even when I say 10. Look, look. I try. I do my best. Pray for me. 
it, but because that, that's, that's what happens when you're around a person for a while, you begin to start, you take on each other's qualities. See, and I can always tell somebody who's been walking with God because I see the fruit of the Spirit in their lives. They ain't mean and nasty because God ain't mean and nasty. See, they, 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 they ain't backbiting because God don't backbite. You see, they, they, they're showing love because God is love. And so, and so and, 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 and let me just do one more. Let me just do one more. So you, you have to follow him. You have to be willing to be shepherded by him. You have to abide in him. And then you have to understand that he has to be the source of your destination. That he has to be where the, the end goal is him. Now, that's a funny thing. You're walking with him, but yet he's the end goal. And, and he has to be your destination. God, I'm coming to you. And no matter how long the walk is, I want to take the walk to be close to you, to get to you. And so people of God, I, I begin to ask myself questions about this walk. I said, man, what will make God want to walk with us? What will make God want to walk with us? And I realized it was love. Again, we have a birth date and a death date, and that dash in the middle is the walk. That's your journey with God. And I said, what will make a holy, omnipotent God want to walk with sinful man? And again, it's love. I begin to think about us. Now, y'all you know, know I teach this all the time in the church, that, that man, God made Adam. We know God made Adam from the rich soil of Africa. The rich, dark soil of Africa is what Adam's body was made of. So Adam was the same color of the dirt. Amen. Adam was a brother. They were in Africa. But I thought about that. I said, in order for, now let me think about this. In order for God to walk with us, I mean, he's to come to us. We ain't going to him. So God will come and walk with you. So I said, God will walk on dirt, with dirt, knowing all our dirt. Isn't that amazing? He will come down, walk on dirt, with dirt, knowing all the dirt on us, yet he still does it. That's love. That's love. A long walk with a good friend. The Bible says that Enoch, verse 24 of our text, Enoch walked with God. And he was not, for God took him. Understand what that means. That means that Enoch did not meet the grave. God just took him. Now think about that, that your walk with God could be so awesome that God says, I don't even want you to die. Just come with me now. Think look how short his life was in comparison to everybody else in his family. He only lived 365 years. Everybody else, 900 years, 800 years. Why? Because God says, man, your walk is so close to me. I need you with me all the time. Come on, come on with me. Here's my question. When you leave the earth, will people say, and so-and-so walked with God? That is my prayer. That when I leave the earth, people will say, Damon Johnson, as flawed as he was, walked with God. Amen. And listen, I believe we, we all might be like Enoch. We all might get wrapped out of this bad book of the way the world's going. Amen. Amen. In a moment, in a tweaking in an eye, you just never know. But guess what? I'm going to be ready. And guess what? When he see me, he ain't going to say, David, where you been? I've been walking with you, God. We've been talking, remember? We, we, we conversate every day. Amen. And I, that, I want that to be my testimony, that I walked with God. Now, here's the problem with walking with someone. Amos 3.3 3 says this. How can two walk together unless they agree? I'm going to say it again. 
can two walk together unless they agree. You can't walk with God if you're going to deny everything his word says. You can't, you can't say, I'm walking with God, but I, I believe this in the word, but I don't believe that. Amen. Lights and walls. I, God, I trust you in this, but I don't trust you in this area. I trust you. I trust you to heal my body, but I don't trust you in my finances. I, I trust you here, but I, I don't know. I'm not sure here. See, walking with God means I trust him. He's leading me. I, I, don't, I, I don't know where I'm going. Keisha, Keisha's walking. But she, she's following me. She doesn't know where I'm leading her, but she just trusts me. She hasn't quit on her walk. She might be tired, but she ain't stopped walking. She might grow weary, but she has not stopped walking. And this is where we need to be as tenacious as Keisha is. No matter what's thrown my way, I'm going to keep walking with God. I'm going to keep walking with God. And and here's the thing, y'all. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Walking with God is going to require you to say, God, no matter what the path is for my life, I accept it. I know that in the path for me, there might be some dips. There might be some, some holes. I want to overcome all those things as long as I can continue to walk with you. Now, understand some people of God. Keisha has not stopped walking. And so, Keisha, I want you to keep walking. Even when things get heavy, keep walking. See, Keisha should represent us. Now, she got extra weight, but she has not stopped walking. Keep walking. Keep walking, Keisha. When things speed up, keep walking. When things, when life is moving so fast and you're saying, God, I don't know what to do. Keep walking. Sometimes in life, things will slow down. God, these things are not moving fast enough for me. I, I, I was at a good pace at one point. Now things are slowing down. Keep walking. Things will pick back up. Keep walking. Keep walking. When things get dark, Keep walking. See, this is where we really miss it. Because when it gets dark, we can't see him. Doesn't mean he's not there. Remember what the Bible says, and lo, I'll be with you always, even to the end of time. Turn the lights back on for me. So when things get dark, keep walking with him. When things slow down, keep walking with him. Even when distractions come, See, distractions will try to come your way. Keep walking with God. Even when obstacles come, when obstacles come, keep walking. She's not even letting the obstacles get to her. My God, Keisha, you, you all right with me. See, most people have said, I can't do this. Stuff getting in my way, I can't even move. She's not allowing the obstacles to to get in her way. She's not allowing distractions to get in her way. Not even the weight of what she's carrying is getting in her way. 
She's still walking. My God. I'm trying to make it hard for you, Keisha. I'm trying to make you want to quit. But she's still walking with God. I guarantee you in those 300 years, Enoch experienced some things that made him want to quit and stop walking with God. But he trusted God so much that I'm not quitting God no matter what comes my way. I want you to pay attention to Keisha too because she's walking with God. It's just her and God though. Sometimes you may have to walk by yourself. You may make a call to your friends and say, hey, remember we supposed to go walking on Tuesday? Something came up, I can't walk. Do you not walk because they can't walk? You got to still take your journey. You still got to continue to walk with God no matter who. Because listen, people will sign up. I'm, I'm in. And now it's time to put in the work and walk, and then you're going to find nobody with you. This is the entire time. Keisha's been walking on this treadmill. Keisha represents us. I'm done. She represents us. And we should be willing to take a long walk with a good friend. The scripture says this, that Jesus said this, let me read it in your hearing. Let me find it first. Amen. Anyway, I know what it says. <laughs> the scripture says, I no longer call you servant, but I call you friend. The Lord calls us friend. We sing songs about I'm a friend of God. And this life, this journey that we're on should be a long walk and a great conversation with a good friend. The Lord wants to walk with us. So much so he made a way for us through the cross. Even though Adam messed it up, God made a way through the cross that we could continue to walk with him. And now that he, he wants to commune with us, he wants to, to walk with him. So make sure that you're following him. Make sure you're on the path that he has pre-selected for you. Make sure that you're allowing yourself to be shepherded by him. Make sure you are abiding in him. And make sure that he is your ultimate goal. Make sure you're walking with God. The Bible says that Enoch walked with God for 300 years. 300 years of walking with God without any pause, any stop. Now, Keisha's been walking for about 30 minutes. How long is your walk? What are you willing to endure to walk with God? Are you willing to endure the weight? Are you willing to endure the pace? Because see, some of y'all, some of, some of y'all, God got to put you on a fast track because you've been slacking for so long. He got to get you caught up. So he got to speed things up for you. But for some of us, we've been ahead of God. So you got to slow some things down to mature us. So you can trust him. But no matter what, no matter what your pace is, keep walking. Don't stop walking. God wants to walk with us. He wants to talk with us. He wants to commune with us. And when I saw this about Enoch, before you even get to Noah, the Bible says Enoch walked with God. And his walk was so strong that God just took him up. He never died. 
I, listen, I'm believing God that we're going to get raptured out of this place. I do. I believe that, that, that we're living in the last days. And, and before it's all said and done, God's going to crack the sky. And we're going to be called up to meet him in the air. Amen. I know people have been saying that for generations. We live in the last days. Well, guess what? We live in the last of the last days. Pestilence in the earth. Brother against brother. War. You know, I mean, I can go on and on and on about what we're seeing in the earth today. And so it's important for us in during these times, these, these uncertain times, to make sure we're walking with God. And at the end of our lives, I want, I want to be said about me that David Johnson walked with God. And so I just came past here and say, I want to make sure that the people of God are taking a long walk. Let's take a long walk without sin again. Can we give God some glory? Thank you for listening to the Rainbow Talk Podcast. Hope you'll join us next time.